What up, everybody? Everybody, what's up, everybody? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the What's Up, Everybody podcast here with my co-host, Sweetness to the Tinas. Yep. Sketch me out every time you say that, but, you know, we are a rated G um, podcast yeah. here, so. You think I was going to kind of keep going with you the, gotta, with the one letter, one One letter away from danger and potentially ruining both of our careers, so uh, <laughs> you just keep that on the L forefront of the old you cerebellum. Got it. You got it. And just, uh, just tell them the truth, you know? Just being honest. Yeah. But uh, how you been, WB? Good. Good. I mean, I feel like I... Haven't seen you in a while. I don't think we actually made eye contact at all yesterday. Yeah. So for well, a we were full this, day. We were in the same vicinity, you know, the same building, but I don't think we, no, we didn't make eye contact. I didn't, I didn't come in yesterday, so. Well, not yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday. You said yeah, you, you didn't come in. I was thinking it was Friday. I'm thinking today's mm -hmm. Saturday. Mm -hmm. Way off. Way off. Yeah. Seems it's been a while. The old Pettis Punch is coming back. The what? Nothing. But yeah, it looks like... <laughs> <laughs> Looks like your your beard's grown a little bit since I last seen you. It has, because naturally that's usually what beards do. They yeah. grow a little bit over time. So you're probably correct on the fact that it has grown a little bit more. You know, I um, I, I feel but it also has to do with don't interrupt me. It also has a <laughs> it also has something to do with just my overall maturity and stature as uh, a, a man, being a man. Yeah, I, am. I mean, what, what are you saying? Nothing in particular. Just that people with beards tend to be. Stronger, smarter, faster, better at everything, really. Well, you know, I did hear something. Uh, I don't remember what it was, but it was something to the fact that, like, guys that can grow beards easily, like massive beards, have, yeah. like, a warrior lineage. Like, they're, they're that makes from, sense. you know? Yeah. With but, every centimeter of hair growth, I feel like my testosterone increases three to 400 mcgs per unit squared now, the question is what does that say for me you know i can't yeah. grow up here um i got some nose hair that comes out does that count you got that thing on top of your head that i'm pretty sure has a mind of its own so all of this this is my superpower <laughs> your hair yeah just no just a flip not not the whole thing just the just the flip in the front okay you know it's got a mind of its own sometimes it whispers to me mm -hmm. you know if i sit too long or if it's really quiet i can hear it talking to me telling me to do really bad things but i ignore it but uh it's yeah man. like the the devil on your shoulder i feel you, mm -hmm. I feel you. but no i feel i was scrolling through the old youtube shorts and i did hear this is true i was like watching this uh that they did a study on people with full beards people with like semi beards and people with no beards like a like an impact test on their heads like to see if it affects like, Take, like you know, punch absorption? Basically punch absorption. And they found that people with no beards, whenever they took a blow to the to the jaw, some crazy high number, like I want to say like 85 to 95% of the time they broke something. And then like uh, people who had beards, whenever they took a shot to the jaw, they broke something like 45% of the time. What? So it's like a fact that beards do protect the chin from heavy blows. So Johnny Hendricks knew what he was doing. Johnny Hendrix, Roy Big Country Nelson. <laughs> Anybody else have a big beard now? Grizzly Adams. Grizzly Adams. Grizzly Adams had a beard. beard. <laughs> Grizzly Adams did have a beard. Well, yeah, before well, well, real quick, before we 
get into our podcast. Mm -hmm. You know, a big shout out to one of our sponsors. These guys are amazing. Legacy Precious Metals. Um, if you guys are looking to invest in gold and silver, um, and you're and you're new, I mean, these guys are great over there at Legacy Precious Metals. They help me with anything, any questions that I have. They're just phenomenal. One hundred percent. And me coming from somebody who really isn't a wizard. I'm a wizard on most things, mm -hmm. but investing in precious metals. A little more growth in the beer and you'll have it. it well, look who's talking. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody who was looking at just interested investments and things like that. I had no idea what I was looking at. But over there at Legacy Precious Metals, they offer a free guide that basically walks you through the whole process of investing in gold yes. and silver. So if you have any questions or if you are interested in doing something like that, check out the link, WB's link, down in the description below and get info, call them up. They'll answer any questions. They really are a great group of guys. Dude, so, it's, it's hot right now. Buying buying metals, like uh, silver, gold, it is, it's it's hot. So you guys got to get you some. Click that link yes. down below. Appreciate yes. you guys. Appreciate Legacy Precious Metals for all you guys help us out with. Um, but without further ado, UFC 283, WB, what do you see? You know what I mean? I like that. That was, that yeah. was a nice one. We're just going to be rhyming all day, guys. Yeah. Comes with the Get beer, your notebooks bro. out because, you know. Sweet tea's we, dropping bars. Yeah, I mean. Hershey. Hershey I actually bars. don't like Hershey. No. What's your favorite bar, dude? Well, Are you we a went candy from, guy? We went, from, we went from UFC to candy. Um, I know. That's yeah, a podcast, too. You pivot. Yeah, you know, you, got you to. adapt. Uh, I do, actually. Uh, I'm addicted. One of our, an, uh, an S was one of our students that brought us some German chocolate over there. Delicious. I swear, you get Hershey's, which is, you know, which is good. But there's something about that German chocolate. I forgot, what are they called, Sweet Tea? They're over there somewhere. Mm. It looks like the package says Duplo. 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 It almost looks kind of like Nutella thing. I don't know. It's so good. It's like a Twix. It's like a, a Twix with German chocolate, but better. So good. I don't know. I, 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 if I go to the movies, I get my go-tos. I have my go-tos. I don't have a big Sweet Tooth. But I do. Did you, did you hear that? The little gurgle there in the back of the throat. And then, well, y'all, the listeners WB, probably did. Old. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you get to start getting to a certain age. You start leaking from places. Mm -hmm. <laughs> certain age and a certain weight. Stuff just starts seeping out. Trust me, I know. Anyways, <laughs> continue back to the bars. Um. So yeah, movies. I got my go-to. I'll either do some chocolate-covered raisins. Mm -hmm. I'll do like some normal M and M's. And what I like is. Like, I'll get them warm, so that way when you put it in your mouth, they just break immediately. You don't have to, like, chew them. They just break into, like, melted chocolate. You are right, yeah. So I just sit on them until they just get hot. Try it, guys. It's good. So you're a, you're a, you're a chocolate guy. I, lo I love chocolate. I'm not a, I'm not a, um, what do you call those, like, gummy bear? Like sugary candy? No. Nope. Like a candy guy? No. I do I, like I some am dark a candy chocolate. guy. You are. I am not a chocolate guy. One of my go-to uh, candies. Can I guess? Because yeah. I think I know Sour Patch Kids. No. What? No. You always get Sour Patch Kids. No, they're about? a little too sour. I'm I I'm tapped out at like um, those extreme like uh, sour ropes. The uh, ropes. But there's not enough. There's. I feel like there's never enough I know, of but those. they make them now to where they, they like chop them into bits. Oh, you know, you eat oh, them, yeah. or I'm a huge fan of the uh, soft-filled airhead bites. You know what I did like, though, which which I haven't seen in a while. We used to sell them were the 
nerd ropes. Nerd ropes. They have you the know? nerd, the nerd bites. Oh, those are actually pretty good. But I'm not a candy. I'm a chocolate person. Yeah. I mean, even when it comes down to ice cream, don't like vanilla, strawberry, eh, chocolate, mm, 100% of the yeah. time. The darkest of chocolate. If I'm going to do a milkshake, chocolate ice cream. Uh, when it comes to ice cream, I'm a birthday cake guy. Really? I'm a big fan of the BD cake. Uh, I guess. I don't know. Uh, do you like mint chocolate chip? No. No, me neither. Never like I'm not that. a mint choco guy. If I'm I not wanted, a big fan of mint in general. If I'm at the grocery store, I'm getting any kind of chocolate ice cream with peanut butter in it. Peanut butter, chocolate ice cream. I I can do some some turtle tracks. Turtle tracks are good with the little with the little peanut butter cups in them. Yeah, because you, know? you don't you don't want an ice cream that did you? It's just ice cream. You want some little bites in there because then it like takes longer to eat it because you have to mm-hmm. fondle with the chocolate in your mouth. Yeah, watch gives you a little bit more longer. to do. Yeah, with it. Let's you enjoy the experience a little bit more. Yeah, mm-hmm. for real, for real. Can't just be getting vanilla. No. When you have a, an assortment of ice creams, you're like, oh, I just want this. Skip everything else. Let me just get plain vanilla. Yeah, I feel like if, you, if you're if you that kind of a person, you have a personality of just the wallpaper. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You can't just be getting vanilla. vanilla and nothing else. Come adding on. in it. No, they should just take vanilla just out. Unless it's in the Neapolitan. All three. At least That's something. Vanilla. Strawberry, chocolate combined—it all ends up turning into chocolate. So cho- chocolate is the dominate, the dominating ice cream over all of them. Yeah. You take strawberry, any kind of ice cream, mix it together with chocolate, it will all become chocolate. Not the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> gotta, gotta say, W, you haven't tried that one out, but I'll, yeah, I'm not I, a big chocolate ice cream I can't, guy. I can't eat ice cream. You know, solid ice cream. I had, I, I scoop it up. I put a little bit of milk on top of it. Have you tried that? No, dude. The, and the milk freezes. Oh, my God. And then no you wonder mi- he doesn't have a beer. Are you kidding me? <laughs> this is absolute insanity. And then you mix it up to where it's, it's like, like a, a shake in a bowl. psychopath over here. Bro, I'm kind of a psychopath. Milk on a milk on milk? Milk on frozen milk? <laughs> yeah, it's so good. And what it does is, well, I like it because it allows you to mix it up easier. So it becomes more of a shake. I'm oh water right now. What have we done? I you know, know what I'm doing? You know what I'm doing after this? I hear I'm catching the, mid, the, mid-sentence, the mid-sentence swallows. That's how you know the mouth's watering. When you're forced <laughs> to swallow like mid-sentence. <laughs> Woo! So Good there stuff. you have it. Quick quick delve into the uh, life of... I'm a big... If I have a milkshake, I have to have... We're not done I yet. I have to have gummy bears in it. And I love to eat the hard gummy bears. And you're the, the one the that's supposed to come from the warrior lineage with that beard, with the gummy bears. Yeah, bears. I eat bears, bro. <laughs> it makes sense. Good. That was good. That yeah. was good. I can't. Exactly. I can't. You Moving know, on to UFC 283, WB. Right. Yeah, we we First big about card it. of the year. Yeah. First PPV. PPV. First off, we dropped a video this past Friday. Yeah. Which we don't normally upload on Fridays, but we did. Hilarious! Y'all need to check it out. Y'all got to go watch it. It's not so being funny. it's not being watched by a bunch of people. It's being watched for a good amount of time, and people are clicking on it, but just not a lot of people are clicking on it. So if you're listening, go click on it, watch it. It's a good, fun video we dropped. Different Hilarious. content, entertaining, very entertaining on the lead up to this fight. So it was good stuff. But anyways, back to UFC 283, Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Back at it, fight capital, one of the fight capitals of the world. They are a bunch of warriors in Brazil. They love their fighting. 
WB, what a night of fights. Crazy, man. I feel like when every time they go to Brazil, it is nuts. I mean, there's great knockouts. You got a bunch of new people on the car, people from Brazil on the car that are just going going. A lot crazy of things. debuts, yeah. a lot of youngins, and a lot of veterans. A lot of veterans. I mean, you had people making Hall of Fames. I mean, you had people retiring. You had guys coming up, knocking dudes out, debut. It was wild. It was a crazy night of fights for sure. A lot of ups, a lot of downs. Towns. Lots of uh, brawls, some good scraps. Scrappy you know, dappies. Ends of eras. So let's let's just get into it right off the bat. And, I, you know, this is one that just kind of stood out to me. Um, Warley Alves versus Nicholas Dalby, both welterweights. Now, if you remember, Alves, for for a while, was the only person to beat Colby, Cov Colby Covington. Mm -hmm. You hit him with that really tight guillotine right off the bat. And, yeah. You know, that was so that was his thing. But then he just kind of puttered out there for a little bit. He was yeah. supposed to be the next. Big thing. I don't know why he puttered out. Was If it was injuries or – do you know? I think he just had a gas tank issue that he could never really get. Um, he was known for his power. He was known for his uh, strength, and he just kind of couldn't keep it up for a little bit there. Yeah. Um, I'm, I want to say – He's a pretty young guy. He's not too old. I want to say uh, Kamaru Usman. Was he the one – I think Kamaru Usman fought him for the Ultimate Fighter – Belt, like to really? win the I thought that fighter. was Vicente Luque. No, no, they were training together. No, I don't remember. We have to go back and check that. I think out. They're on the same team, huh? Okay. For some reason, I was thinking it was Vicente that he fought. I'm pretty hey, sure man. it was Warley Alves. I want to say that. Correct me if I'm wrong. But anyways, that's how long the dude's been around. Wow. And uh, he came back last night versus Nicholas Dalby. And if you remember, Dalby was the one that fought Darren Till. Yes. The closest. Yep. And then he ran into issues outside of the octagon, put him back. Mm -hmm. But now he's working, he's got his mind right, working his way back up. It was a decent scrap. Dalby got the W, split decision. I didn't necessarily agree with the split decision. I thought Dalby clearly won two of the three rounds. Yeah, I agree. Um, but, you know, it's just, it's just Good always kind of cool to see, see somebody like Dalby or, or – um, just kind of get back in there after what he was, what he went through and yeah. where he's at. Um, solid. He's got kind of a traditional martial arts background as well. So yeah. you can kind of see he threw like a sidekick in there. Uh, some good. He front. threw like a sidekick. Yeah. He <laughs> threw like one sidekick. He threw a lot of uh, front leg stuff, round kicks. You throw a sidekick, you're definitely from a traditional martial arts. You throw a single sidekick because in reality they don't work. So only people who do traditional martial arts have the, uh, the audacity to believe that sidekicks actually work <laughs> and will actually throw one. Isn't yep. that right? That's right. That's right. Sidekicks don't work. <laughs> but uh, it was cool to see Dolby back in the win. Win calm. I just wanted to point that out there. Not one of the most exciting fights, but just cool to see. Uh, Seeing him back at it. Both guys. Dolby yeah. with the dub. Dolby got the got the closed dub. Now moving on. This one, was, this one was rough to watch. Yeah, it was. Tough to watch. You had Ishmael Bonfim. Debut in the UFC, he fought in Contender Series, won his. Um, he's not he's not a youngin by any means. I mean, he's had over, I think his record now is at like nineteen and three. That's Brazil for you. I know he must just be fighting like crazy before he got into the UFC. But fought Contender Series, won that, came into the UFC. This was his debut against Terence McKinney. 
Mole T-Rex. Mc- oh, McKinney, man. I, I had Mc- I was wanting McKinney to win. You know, he came to my fight. Mm-hmm. Where's Kevin Holland? Super, re- super respectful. Him and Jamal both. Him and Jamal both were at my fight. And super respectful. You know, every time I saw him, it was like, what's up, Wonder Boy? You know, super. So I was, was kind of going for him. I don't know who Bonvin was. So I was going for him. So it was kind of hard to see me see him lose that way. You know, good old knee to the. It was almost like his neck and jaw. Yeah. But, you know, it was, it was all, they were all buds after, you know, doing shots after the, after the fights. You know, what can you do after something like that? Exactly. You know, it's just, um, yeah, it, in my opinion, I felt like Bonfim showed his experience. He was patient. Mm-hmm. He was countering McKinney really well. McKinney had a lot of kind of big looping, powerful shots, and Bonfim was able to slip. Come in with the counters, landed big, heavy, um, and then eventually just put him down with that flying knee. That flying knee to the God, those flying knees, man, they'll get you. They'll get you or they won't get you. Yeah. Yeah. They'll get you or they'll make you look like, why'd you do that? Yeah. I mean, like, was that necessary? Yeah. Or you you throw it and then you put yourself in a bad position. But Uh, so McKinney's in there. He's young. He had an immaculate debut mm -hmm. himself when he took out. Matt Frivola in like 30 seconds, which no on short notice. But here he is. He's in enemy territory. He gets knocked out. It wasn't like a TKO. It was a knockout. What do you, as a veteran of the game, what are you, what are you saying to a kid like that? Like, you know, when you get knocked out, most of the time the mentality is, I want to get back into the cage as fast as possible. Got to redeem myself and, yes. and show. Yes. Wrong thing to do, especially after a devastating KO like that. You know, you getting put to sleep, you're going to have to take some time off. Now, with, with a young fighter like him, he's going to heal up fast, but I still I can't emphasize this enough. You have to take the time off to give your brain, your mind, your body time to heal up before you step back out there. Me getting knocked out at an, at an older age, yes, you know, you're not going to heal up as fast as these young cats, but I listen to my doctor. You know, he had me not on social media, off of my phone, not watching TV, any kind of blue light or bright light was not good for the brain. And it helps, you know, it it takes longer to heal. So McKinney, if you're listening to this, buddy, take the time off, heal up. Um, I'm not saying, you know, not to train. You shouldn't be taking any hits, but you can still get into some bag work, break a sweat, things like that. But give give your time, yourself like ample time to heal up. Yeah. And then go back to the drawing board, you know? Mm-hmm. The brain is still one of those things that's relatively unknown what something like that will do. Now, it, it seemed like it was more of a TMJ shot, like a nerve shot. Yeah. Than it was like you got punched in the chin and then you got two hammers dropped on your dome afterwards. Yeah. His, like you said, it was more like the jaw neck area. It was a single blow, boom, down. Like for me, I got knocked out and I got two shots. He got mm-hmm. two shots in on me. Yeah. So, but still, still, even if it's a nerve, you don't really know unless you're getting checked out. Yeah. Get checked out. See what's going on up here. See if there's any brain bleeds, concuss, uh, swelling of the brain. That can happen as well. But just, just, just take the time off, man. Don't jump back out there. We know you're a beast. And then come back when you're ready. Mm-hmm. Plus, you got to give yourself time to like, all right, what happened? Yeah. Why did I react that way? What was going on? You got to correct the mistakes. This is stuff you want to do right now, early in in your career. You know, kind of iron out the kinks. Mm -hmm. Now he knows what it's like to fight on a big card in front of enemy territory. 
has that so experience. So he now. has that experience. He can take it into those next fights and just grow. But like WB said, always emphasize caution when it comes to a, a, a KO and take the time. I mean, and, you know, it's not that bad. Like, you know, I was just out. Like, I, I'm not, oh, I didn't hurt afterwards. Yeah. You know, I was just out. There was no bodily pain. I had a little bit of a headache, but it wasn't that bad. Now you know what it's like, bro. Now we can just go out there and do our thing. But just give yourself some time off. That's what I would say. Amazing performance by Bonfim. Yeah, Bonfim. Great man. debut. Like you said, showed his experience out there. 19, some, was it 19 fights? 19 wins and three losses. I had five before I got in the UFC. You had five. <laughs> I know. Some people are coming into the UFC with just these crazy records. You had five fights. Five. Well, five MMA fights, five MMA obviously. Fights, right, right, right. You know, but uh, yeah. So um, next up, we, heavyweights, and I was impressed with I don't know how to say his first name, Jailton, Hailton, Hilton. I don't know J I L T O N Almeida versus uh, Shamil Abdurakimov. <clears throat> Dude, Almeida, he was wow. wrestling for a heavyweight. Yeah. Yeah, picking him up, slam, and and he's not even like a true hell, uh, heavyweight. No, he's like a two o fiver. But he's like, but he's jacked, dude. I, I thought huge. he was a welterweight when I saw him. I was like, man, this guy, this, guy, this dude's a welterweight. Because mm. how shredded he was. When do when do you ever see besides, uh, you know, those guys at the top that shredded at heavyweight? Yeah, I mean, he was jacked and to wrestle, and you figure. You 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 see a, a a heavyweight that can wrestle. I know DC could do it, but I mean he was an Olympic wrestler, you know. <clears throat> but like you see uh, Almeida pick pick dudes up, slamming them. You think, all right, well, he it's early in the fight. He's going to gas. He's out. still got a lot of energy. You know, he was able to pick him up, but he's going to gas out. He's got to. Yeah. Did it the next round, and he was on mount. He was controlled. And Abdurakimov, he's not. He's no slouch. No. You know, he was. Defending really well in that first round from anything substantial happening, but yeah. he was the one that ended up gassing in the second, and he got to the point to where he was just like, "Yeah, I was so impressed with that guy and the fact that you know you never really see a whole lot of heavyweights with that kind of a cardio and that gas tank." Yeah. So I was like, maybe this was a catchweight. Maybe this guy normally fights at two hundred five or or one eighty five or something. Just went decided to go up, mm -hmm. but uh, no, he he he's been fighting heavyweight for a long time. Yeah, but people are still saying he needs to go to 205. Imagine what he'd do at 205. Even more shredded and jacked. He's not, a, he's not a super tall, tall guy, yeah. but just the build, the yeah. physique. You look across from that. I would not want that guy across from me with that kind of a, you know what I mean, physique. Mm -hmm. Look like a professional bodybuilder, that dude. I know. I know, dude. Scary. Chiseled. Yeah. I was impressed. Oh, that was great. Me too. You, you gonna, I was. Was I that was, his? It wasn't his debut, was it? No, no. He's undefeated in the UFC. I want to say he's got. Like, yeah, yeah. That's right. He's undefeated. like four and zero or something. Okay. So he's gonna move up the rankings career, fast at heavyweight. Yeah, it might be best better for him to you know stay at heavyweight and mm -hmm. he'll be top five probably next week <laughs> <laughs> after four and zero. But uh, super impressed with him. And then we get back into the welterweight division. This is welterweight, yeah. Bonfim versus Laziz. Now, now is he Bonfim, older brother? Bonfim. So there's Ishmael Bonfim, and then there's Gabriel Bonfim. Gabriel, the welterweight, is the younger brother. Mm, yeah, that's usually how it works. And he was thirteen to zero, making his UFC debut against a pretty tough Laziz, and uh, he's a boxer. 
yeah. from a boxing background. But, but he has he had ten submissions. Now he's got eleven submission wins. That's crazy. You come from a boxing a boxing back background. Then you got what? Would you say how many submissions? I think he's got like ten or eleven. That's crazy. That's good. Very well rounded. Then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's from you know. I feel like if you're born in Brazil, you're automatically a jiu-jitsu black belt. Mm-hmm. That's like you know I mean? number one. Yeah. It's number one. If you're from Brazil and you don't have your black belt, they like kick you out of the country. Yeah, exile mm-hmm. to the states. Not allowed to come back. But impressive, impressive. I will say he 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 did eat some pretty heavy leg kicks, mm-hmm. and we didn't get to see a whole lot, so you can't really go off a whole lot. But I mean, exciting things for this kid in the future. He's now fourteen yeah. and zero with some six submissions. That guillotine was tight, tight. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, what any, more can you say about it? I mean, he more. went out there. And the bomb bims were crushing out there in Brazil, dude. Mm-hmm. See, that's why I'm, I'm. We need to get a Thompson Thompson. You got to yeah. make that UFC, sweet tea. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We can fight and on the same people card. Be like, yeah, dude, the younger one's the better one. Yeah, so they're I, saying about him. They're saying the younger one, the welterweight, is the better brother. I mean, we'll now being that. the older brother, I'd be like mad. I'd be like, bro, you're punk. You ain't better than me. Yeah, I mean, they're probably scrapping right now back home. Yeah. Like, I'm the better one. Yeah. No, I'm the See? better one. That's what people say. See, yeah, I'm the better one. People don't know that I'm the better one. I'll let you. I'll let you think. Let people think you're the better one. Yeah. But anyway, brotherly so love. So big things, big bright things for him in the future. Bump him. It's always interesting to see what they'll do with those young undefeated prospects. Yeah, right. Where, they, like, where, where they, are they going to go? How fast are they going to jump up? They'll probably jump up a pretty good ways. But then There's just it's so like, many it's studs like, at welterweight though. It's just the welterweight. Like, why did I have to be? The average size. Mm-hmm. The most average size. Right. Why did I have to be the most average size with such b- crazy wrestlers yeah. in that division? Welterweight is probably the most wrestling heavy. I mean, you got some striker. I mean, you got a striker now, but I mean, but if you think about it, you know, Bilal, I mean, you got Usman, you got Colby, you got Hamza, Hamza, you got. I don't even know anybody else. <laughs> uh, Gilbert Burns. Burns, you know, grappler. I mean, you know, Magni. Sean Brady. Sean Brady. Michael Chiesa. Yep, grapplers. Um, Shavkat Rachmanov. Shavkat. Oh, yeah. But then you have strikers. Let's see. You got Leon. You got myself. You got Vicente. You got Jeff Neal. Michelle Pajera. Pajera. Masvidal. Yeah. You know, that's how you, per- that's how so you actually pronounce his name. So it's a pretty even split down the midsection. Yeah. Yeah. In terms of strike grab ratio, yeah, but yeah. still, I mean, a lot of solid wrestlers. Yeah, <laughs> that's the uh. thing. Like, 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 like. How do you find? Okay, what's better to have? People ask me that about MMA all the time. You know, where should I go if I want to do MMA? Where should I start? Should I start with a striking background or a grappling background? And it's like I always get that. What's the better way to start? And I'm just like, well, you know, every fight starts standing. But then when I think about it, with a grappler, you know, obviously it's like for a striker against a straight wrestler, I have to hit that strike at the most perfect time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because if I do throw and I do miss, he's he's in on you. Mm-hmm. And when if you and he's in on you, and he's a solid re- and he's a solid wrestler, it's like, you know, you're in trouble. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side, if you're a good striker mm-hmm. with solid takedown, defense, defense, and footwork, 
the more those wrestlers shoot, the more they're going to expose themselves and turn it into a striking match, right. which is so. There's really no like no really this, say right do this and I just tell everybody yeah hey, every fight starts standing so get that stand up right mm -hmm. you know it's me it's me not it's no me. no bias no no not mean <laughs> no, just no not at all no bias I'm a striker <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, we'll see what happens with him. A lot of studs at welterweight. Yeah, a man. lot of potential matchups um, in one of the toughest divisions in the UFC. So uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what they do with him. Next up, Holt versus RoboCop. Not really Robocop. the craziest in terms of star power, um, but they do have the best uh, fight names fighting against each other. Yeah, Holt versus RoboCop. <laughs> Hulk it was an undefeated, um, I want to say middleweight. I, I want to say they fought at middleweight. Now, is he from Brazil? Yeah, they both okay, were. Okay, both for it. Yes, right. Yep. And Robocop went through that war where he had that huge oh, split yeah. between his head. He fought like Jukawani. He, he had that. It was like a. Just disgusting. Yeah. Almost got finished and then yeah, came back it, and won the fight. He connected his eyebrows with that cut. Had an old unibrow with yeah, it. Yeah, it was rough. It was bad. Well, it was a knee, you said, right? I thought yeah. it was an elbow, but you said it was a knee. I think it was a jump knee. That, it was. Or like, or like he shot and the dude threw it. Chugawani threw a knee. I think it was a knee. I think you're right. I think if, if I'm correct, I'm thinking it was, it, was a, it was a knee. But solid fight. I mean. They were scrapping. scrapping. Hulk just hit him with that like a little bink, as uh, Robin, Robin Black, Black would, would say. say just right to the chin. Didn't look super hard. No. Just perfect placement. Yeah. Some guys just have that. I mean, accuracy, obviously, you know, but some dudes just have that. I don't know what it is. I believe when it's they called hit the dim mock. The dim mock, the death touch, right? Yeah. Like they say Connor had it with his left hand. Uh, I don't have it. No. I, just, no, I just don't have it. But some dudes just have that power that we just don't understand. Like every time they hit you with it, it just, I don't know if they're more dense. Maybe they have more dense bodies or dense bones, but it just puts people. It just puts them to sleep. Nah, mm -hmm. nah. And it doesn't even look like they hit them hard. I mean, obviously you got you got to be accurate, but it didn't look that heavy. It's like one of those Muhammad Ali rope a dope kind of punches, you know? Boom. Yeah, he just like oh, back up. Didn't get back up. Deek. He threw like three punches before that that completely whiffed and then just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> knocked <laughs> him out. He's out, out. Slept cool. RoboCop. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. about how you would imagine a Hulk versus RoboCop fight. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I mean, just crushing them, Hulk. I mean, if you look at the names, Does, would RoboCop in a real situation even have a chance? No, against Hulk, zero. Out of his firepower, like what have, do you know in this entire universe, or even the Marvel universe, that has actually cut the Hulk? Guns, not not. And that's that's like RoboCop's thing. Didn't he get cut in that one movie with Bruce Banner? Yeah, but that's because it was like a huge explosion, but then he healed up instantly. Like he's got a crazy, he's got like um, Wolverine type healing. Yeah. He's just unsafe. I think he is the Superman of the Marvel. Yeah, but they just really ruined him when the uh, Avengers yeah, I don't movies. I don't like the MCU right now. I know, dude. Don't I don't like it. The way they nerfed him was terrible. And you didn't even, he had no huge parts in the final battle. He just started running with this shriveled up wiener of an arm and <laughs> did nothing you didn't see him there was more there was more of iron woman you know uh tony stark's wife in that than was him 
I know, and I'm so the biggest stupid. Incredible Hulk fan. I mean, I haven't even had my Hulk ring on right now. He's my favorite go-to guy. And don't even just get... because there's just something about having that endless power, like you oh. know, with the with the rage. Mm-hmm. But he didn't. He gets even... bigger. He gets stronger. He gets more mad, more angry. And then don't even get me started on She-Hulk. Just don't. Just don't. I don't even, like know, why I, I don't even know why I brought that up. <laughs> I brought it up myself. Like the TV show. Yeah, I don't even even seen it. I'm so not gonna see don't it. Don't see it. Don't see yeah, it. I just haven't been. I'm pretty sure I, after the first two like episodes, I was like, nah, dude, this ain't this ain't it. Mm-mm. Nope. But uh, being a big Hulk fan, like comic book Hulk. Yeah, you got to get your mind right. Remember him versus Pitt. Remember Pitt. I remember Pitt. Pitt was awesome. He was awesome. He was like a, just an alien Hulk. Yeah, that's all he was. Yeah. Like Pitt could squat the Golden Gate Bridge ten times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, we would Google it. But was whatever. he the one that had like that boy? Yeah. Or no, no, his like his nemesis was like a boy or something, wasn't he? No, wasn't it? His nemesis. It, he was like a he had like a like an alien, like a big uh, scary alien. He was a big scary alien, but then he had like this other being inside of him. And Pitt I think did? in that comic book, it went inside that boy. And Pitt was trying to like save the boy or something. Yeah, but but it wasn't the the thing. The entity wasn't bad. It was like a good guy. I'm pretty sure. I don't, I don't know. know. We, Evan had those comic books. Somewhere. I don't know, dude. Pitt. Awesome. Pitt was awesome. <sighs> Speaking of Pitt, my man Ehor's got to throw his celebration into the pit, dude. Ehor versus the legend Hua. First off, Shogun Hua. WB thoughts on him as a fighter and his career go. A legendary, I think Shogun. I mean, the dude's fought in the best promotion. He fought in freaking Pride. You know, those are the good old days. You know, he fought in Pride, where Sauce was like encouraged. Encouraged, right? They wanted you sauced up and juiced up. He fought those dudes. Been in the UFC since since like you know the nineties. I feel like maybe early two thousands, and had some of the most epic wars. I mean, when you think about. Some of the best fights of all time. I mean, you got to, you got to, it's got to be up there with Shogun and Shogun's versus um, Leoto Machida has got to be up there. It was just one of the best fights. He's, he's awesome. I think you should have hung it up a, a while, a while ago. Yeah. Just from over the years of punishment, especially in those pride days where they could just punch your head like a soccer ball. I don't think he ever got punted, but still. Yeah. It was brutal. But yeah, man, when I see somebody like that going into the cage nowadays, I'm like, oh, I just hope he wins. I hope he doesn't get, like, obliterated or just knocked out cold, you know? I can't stand to see those guys do that. It's like when every time I would watch Tony Ferguson after that war he had, remember he was shaking his head, like, after that fight, I just don't want to see him get knocked out. That was Gaethje, right? Yeah. I know, dude. Uh, There's just a certain wall, like, a certain point in time when you hit that wall, you know, and – when you continue to fight after that, it's just usually is never a good thing, no. and you end up kind of. No, I know he definitely looked like he was past the wall last night. He 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 was trying. It wasn't like he was, you know, a slouch out there. But no. I mean, he's a legend, man. He's, uh, I think he should definitely be in hall. He'd be, be a hall of famer. Oh yeah, hundred percent. He's got a hundred. Did he ever? Ha- he held the title, right? Percent. Yeah, he did. He did. He beat Leo Tomachito. Yeah, but and they he lost him. it to John Jones? Yeah, I think so. John Jones beat him for yeah, it, right? I think so. 
know. That was at 205? Yeah, Machida used to fight at 205. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, man, I, I, I didn't agree, and I, I don't know if he was trying to be disrespectful at all, but it is disrespectful when you do that to a legend. Yeah. You know, E-whore. you got to show some respect. Like, you haven't even been in the cage long enough to be able to do that. Like, the years and experience that Shogun had in epic wars, and you got this this dude that I've never heard of. I've never heard of him either. Doing the, doing the suck it routine at him. Oh, man, come on now. You know, I wasn't the only one who wanted. No, everybody was. And somebody was like, "Bro, he's not allowed to celebrate." It's like, no, we didn't say he's allowed to celebrate, but you can celebrate without telling a legend to suck it. Right. Right. Like, I mean, that's like the that's like the the universal sign. Yeah. Suck it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You watch WWE sign disrespect, and they did like the fake gun at him and pointed on it was just like listen dude you just beat a legend congrats hats off to you way to go but let the moment speak for itself yeah you know yeah it's got to be if like when you beat a legend i feel like you have to do a leo to machita just bow yeah just hit him with a good old old bow just taking the moment of like man it was like he he's the last of that fighter of the pride era yeah dude to still compete he is. Now that you, you just thought about that one, just now? No, I did Well, Erohawani said it in one of his things, and I was like, holy wow. crap, dude. That's gone. And and No more. Nope. There's no more, no, nobody else out there. You know who I would feel like was probably on the same level but never fought in pride and still competing? Who? He's a Russian. Guess. He's a Russian. He's Russian. I think he's Russian. He's been in a few movies. Still fighting for like 20 years in the UFC or something like that. Uh, Andre Arlovsky? Yeah, Andre. No, I, but don't I, think, still wasn't I, don't, I don't think he's Russian. Is he not Russian? No. Wait, I know he's played Russians in movies, <laughs> so I just <laughs> thought he was Russian. I don't, I don't think he's legit like Russian. Oh, okay. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Let's see. Don't Nationality. Tell me, don't Andre tell me it's twice. Don't tell me I did it twice already. I know, dude. Is he? He is from Belarus. Okay. He plays a good. I mean, where's Belarus? I want to be honest with you. I don't know <laughs> my geography. Yeah. Let's look. I feel like everybody else in the world would know exactly where that is except for us. Yeah, there's a lot of smart people. Oh, it is just north of Ukraine. Just west of Russia. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, he's... He, I mean... Yeah. He talked... I got to hang out with him at one of the hockey games when we when we both fought at MSG, Madison Square Garden. It was awesome. He's a cool dude. Yeah. He loves scaring fans in his Russian accent. Belarusian? Belarusian accent. Yeah, it's fun. He's cool. He would do. He would try to scare these guys who look at me and wink at me. I felt like, like, like a little. Boy, he was my favorite kid. fighter when I was growing up. Had, I remember you know, Dad used to always have fight parties, and for whatever reason, every time we had a fight party, he was fighting, <laughs> like always. That's when he had the long hair, right? Longer hair. That's when, like, when he would just crush people. Yeah. And then he got knocked out like eighteen times in a row. No, he fought for affliction. Remember that? 
affliction. He got knocked out by uh, Fedor. Fedor. And yeah. just like He tried to fly in the end. Fedor just hit him with that, too. Boom, right on the chin. You know who else fought on that card? And he looked super young was... Uh, Frank Shamrock. Did Frank fight on that? I have no idea. I just okay, saw his no. first name. Oh, I got an uh Freaking, what's his name? Uh, Chris fought him. Steroids. Anderson Silva. No. Vitor. Vitor. <laughs> I say steroids, you yeah. know who it is. Vitor. Vitor fought on that card. I think he lost, though. But there was a few guys. Remember, Affliction was trying to be up that, be that next, mm-hmm. like competitive. Because they were a sponsor of the UFC. I think the UFC got rid of them, so they tried to start their own thing. Yep. The Affliction shirts. Do you I remember used to, Brett I used to have those. Yeah. His name Brett? No, was his name Brett Moses? He's the one that did the 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 fight. <laughs> no, what, what are you talking about? He was like a he he got knocked out by Fedor, a young kid. No, Brett Moses is like a promoter. Brett, Brett, <laughs> no, dude, what was his name? Okay, so what happened now? He was just supposed to be like the next big thing. Uh, they did, he was fought in Strike Force. He got he got beat by Fedor. Fedor knocked him out, but he was supposed to be like just like the the guy to beat uh, Fedor or something. Yeah. Nope, don't know. Brett Rogers. What does he look like? Let me see. Brett Rogers. Brett. Two thousand and nine. What? He was supposed to be the dude. Show me a picture. You guys look him up. Google Brett Rogers. Oh yeah. He was he was putting. Uh, people to sleep. Yeah, and they fought in the strike force heavyweight. And yeah, and he just crushed them. And Fedor slept them. Do you know what's sad is that Fedor never fought for the UFC. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, when people are put in Hall of Fames, like it's yeah. usually the UFC Hall of Fame that like really matters. You know what I mean? What other Hall mm-hmm. of Fames are there? There's not like a a worldwide MMA Hall of Fame, right? Right. Well, but he did fall in Pride, so I guess that. I guess that, because now they own Pride. Because you had a lot of guys in the Hall of Fame, like, you know. Um, yeah, from, he was uh, on a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Dang. Ten fight winning streak, and then Fedor beat him. And then Alistair beat him. Josh Barnett beat him. Overeem beat him? Mm-hmm. I mean, in those days, he beat everybody. He uh, he he beat, he knocked out Andre Arlovsky before he fought. So, yeah, he's supposed to be the next deal. Nuts. Is he Nuts. still? F- no. Who? Brett Rogers? No. Or, uh, um. Wait, Brett Rogers? Brett no. Rogers. Yeah, Brett Rogers. Not Brett. Um. What's his face? Is he still fighting? Who? Um. Milianko. I mean, uh. Yeah, Fedor. Yeah, Fedor. I think there was fight? like one more fight left that he was about to do. What organization? Pride? What was it? No, Bellator. Bellator. Oh, then he ain't going to be going to that USC Hall of Fame. No. He's fighting for Bellator. Yeah. Dang man, because we were there. Were you there with me when when uh, International Fight Week and we and we got to meet um, uh, the Gracie Killer? Um, why can I not think of these names? I think the caffeine is getting to me, sweetie. I the caffeine, brother. <laughs> it's the caffeine. It's about dog. forty years on this earth, nah, guys. bro. Forty years is not that long. But anyway, uh, uh, what's his name? He beat the Gracie. He like broke his arm. He broke. He beat Henzo. Japanese uh, dude, Sakuraba. Sakuraba. Yeah, no, I didn't. You no, were there? No, dude, he was awesome. He was decked out. He was on the Hall of Fame too. I got to meet him. Yeah, he was cool. Sakuraba. Anyway, um, moving on. Moving on. Yeah. So 
you know, shout out. Don't be disrespectful to Shogun. Yeah. Um, Johnny Walker versus Paul, the Scottish, Scottish warrior. warrior. Scottish. It only lasted one minute. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Walker lost when? Was he on my, he wasn't on my card, was he? I felt like he just lost recently. They kept well. They kept showing Jamal Hill knocking him out. Oh, maybe that's what it was then. But yeah, wa- yeah, yeah. When TKO'd him, dude. No, and that's called, a scary guy. Because because remember. Oh wait, who TKO'd him? Uh, Walker. Yeah, TKO'd. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now, and if you think about it, Jamal Hill got submitted by the Scottish mm-hmm. warrior with an no, armbar. Like uh, he, his he won his last fight. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. UFC 279. 279. That was in September. Okay. Yeah. So it was fairly recent, but still. His. Yeah, but the fight before that, he got knocked out by uh, Jamal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then, like you said, the the um, the Scottish warrior submitted Jamal Hill with an arm Broke bar. his arm. Broke his arm. Dislocated his elbow or whatever. Yeah. That was rough. And now he's champ. Now he's champ. What? So, ipso facto, Paul Craig is champ, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Eploribus unum. Eploribus unum. <laughs> <laughs> he's champ. I know. Crazy, crazy. Paul Craig. He was. He's got some slick jujitsu, but my man Johnny Walker got that slick kick jitsu. Yeah, was slick kick. Yeah, he was prepared. <laughs> he was. That uh, was good. It was a good fight. It was a good he fight. Through that, through that kick, Paul Craig caught it, and Johnny Walker was like, and on the side, break dancer that Bam. worm. Yeah, he didn't enter the worm like he did the last time. No, though. he went. He laid down. He, he went knees first. He was like, "Got to keep these shoulders intact. <laughs> Can't be dislocating shoulders." Can't be starting man. off twenty twenty three with a dislocated shoulder, brother. Oh, terrible. Look good. He looked good. He looked crazy wild. He looked strong, powerful, sharp. Who knows where to go from there? He was one of those, you know, hot, hot young prospects yep. who was supposed to be the next big thing. Ran into some trouble. Now he's just got to get his mind right and. He's been doing good. To grind to that two hundred five belt. Maybe he can get that rematch with Hill and yeah. I mean, not next, but eventually, you know, yeah. get, get get up there. Big fight for him, but he looked good. He looked strong. Uh, you got Andrade versus Murphy. I mean, there's not really much to say about that. It's just that got the UD. Yeah, Andrade beat the tar out of yeah. out of Murphy. Uh, yeah. They could have could have thrown in the towel. It was a rough beat down. Rough to watch, you know. At, at what point in time do you feel like a coach should throw in the towel? You know, like you said, I feel said, like it's hard for coaches to throw in the towel. It if, is if you don't if you don't have a fighter who's actively asking, like you know, Kevin Holland was like, "I'm done. Take my take my gloves off." Yeah. Then the coach is like, "All right, well, okay." But if you're a coach and you see your fighters getting toe up, but at the same time you know what they what their goals and their dreams and their aspirations are. You can't just be like you're done fighting. Like that's it. You know I'm not gonna. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. When, well, what's what's a good? For you, some reason, I was thinking that in MMA or something or in the UFC, maybe I don't know if it was just up here. Maybe I'm just making this up. But there was no corner stoppage. Wasn't like there? Was there? Allowed to like you're not allowed to throw in the tile. Like like I th- I think maybe I'm wrong. But for some reason, I'm that's kind of like been sticking out there especially after my fight with with kevin i was like wait a second i didn't think in my head that the corner could stop it but it was actually him that said yeah. take these gloves off and the guy's like okay yeah. but i don't think there is 
where you can just, you know, in boxing, you can actually throw in the towel, like literally throw in the towel. Yeah. Well, you would have to do it like in between rounds, you know. You would. Yeah, have, I don't, I don't know if you can stop the fight mid-fight. Mid fight, but gotcha. if she were to come back to the corner and you see she's just being pummeled, yeah, the corner can, can step in and say, hey, we're done. I'm not yeah, letting yeah. my fighter. I don't know, man. It's like me and dad, you know, I, like we've got this. We, I think we talked about it one time. Like I never want him to ever stop a fight. You know, and maybe yeah. they have that kind of like deal with their coaches that you're just not going to throw in the title. I'm not going to do it. You know, I'm not going to quit. So you don't quit. I don't know. But, you know, if it's like from from the first round to the last or it's a five round fight and there's no blockage. But that's why referees. I mean, you know, if, if they're getting that beat up, the referee's going to stop it. Yeah, they should, right? Everybody's like blaming it on the corner, right? Like, but if you're a referee too, you're also supposed to. Yeah, that's why you're there. Have the unbiased opinion of like, this person, she's getting toe up. I'm gonna just call the fight right here because yeah. and everybody, it, everybody usually blames the corner, corner, stop the fight, corner. But it's like, isn't that the referee's job? Yeah. And like you said, maybe that fighter goes to the corner and they know, like, listen, I want you to know, never stop the fight for me unless I tell you to. Yeah. Well. You know, I I blame – the only time I ever blame corners when they're giving stupid advice in the corner. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, like you're, the, you're like, winning and they're, you're winning like, the losing. Fight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the people are booing you because, you know, you're just excited. You're, you're doing the right you're doing things. doing the right – yeah. You hear that? You hear that? That's good. Keep doing it. It's like, <laughs> yeah, no. Who was that? That was Pat Barry and That's Rose right. Namajunas versus I'm like, Carlos no, Sparrow. One of like the most that. worstest fights ever. <laughs> like, you hear I the see, booze? It means you're doing the right thing. That's the only and she was like, I all right, well, more me. booze, better. Let me yeah. just keep doing the right thing. Yeah, that's the only Pretty time rough. I ever get mad. But if, if there's somebody's getting pummeled and it's blatant that, you know, you need to stop the fight, I start blaming the rest or yelling at the ref. I actually yell at the ref, like, stop the fight. What are you doing? Yeah. Like when Tony Ferguson started shaking his head, yeah. I was like, that was the sign. Like, you needed, you should have stopped the fight then. Yeah. And he's getting punched, punched, punched. And he's like, oh. His blood <laughs> like, just like going out of his mouth. Like, where, yeah. Like. So, it, all in all, it's the ref's fault. It's the ref that should be making that that choice, not the corner. Yeah, boxing the corner, all the, the way around. The corner is obviously biased towards their fighter. Yeah, right. Yeah, <clears throat> it really ultimately right is is the is the referee's job to keep the fighter safe. Like that's their that's their job to protect the fighter. That's why they're there. So make, make sure, sure there's nothing no illegal, illegal happens, and then you know they're taking care of the, the not not the corner. The mm -hmm. corner has like this biased view towards our fighter. Yeah, it's not always the easiest for the corner, but you're a referee who's supposed to be unbiased. You see this person getting toe up, and you can say, "All right, they're not actively defending themselves." Yeah, or even if they are, it's not working. So he's throwing you back. Oh, 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 yeah, like you're oh, missing all the blocks. Oh, oh, yeah, he'd be fine. He's good. Yeah, he's still moving. He's, <laughs> he's still, still moving. moving. There's a roll around. He'll be all right. But yeah. So, you know, just a beat down. Andrade is dominating. I wouldn't want to fight her. She's jacked. I know, dude. Terrifying. Me neither. Moving, Moving on. on to the next. The you, you, I mean, you called it. You know, I did. You know what? I've been doing a lot of that lately. You have. And I think people are just starting to find out, like, I'm kind of the, kind of the oracle when it comes to, you know what I mean? Like, people winning fights or not. Yeah. Like, calling fights, you know? A call the Usman fight because to be honest, until you said it, I didn't even remember that RDA and Neil Magny fought. I figured it was going to the, go the exact same way. RDA, same body style, same body build, predominantly short, 
compacted, stocky, yeah, strong, gray jiu-jitsu. welterweight. Right. Gray jiu-jitsu. Um, okay striking. Submitted Magni with an arm triangle. Pretty easy and fast. Like, it yeah. was shocking how was fast he did it. That was like one of um, RDA's first fights at welterweight. Yeah. And then, I mean, you look at Gilbert, it's like the same, kind of the same. I yeah. wouldn't say they're the exact same fight. I don't know. But, but you know, he's strong, was 55 and moved up. Got great jujitsu, you know. Went toe to toe with Hamza. Yeah. Who Neil Magny admitted like during fight week that he got manhandled by. <laughs> and I said, watch him finish Magny with the same. Like he's gonna finish in the exact same way. And he did. He did. Arm drag no first time. round. Just walked in there, took Magny down. Magny didn't stop it at all. Hit him with the with the with the army T. Yep. Done deal. Calling out Colby. Facto, Dunzo, Colby Wanza. Covington, I'm coming for you. But then after the press conference, he's like, actually, Colby's a pretty cool guy, but I still want to fight him. <laughs> yeah, you know what he said? Yeah. Uh, he was like, he was super He was cool, in the heat of the moment, you know, he did have to win in Brazil. Yeah, so. he's got to, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously that's not going to happen. Colby's not fighting for who knows how long. No, I think he's Colby fighting will fight. Yeah, we'll see. You think so? I mean, that's the uh, fight. Well, I, I just saw some That's the Instagram. fight to make. Yeah. And if and if Colby's not going to fight Hamzat, then Bilal needs to fight Hamzat. Because uh, Colby's just farting around out there. What's he doing? Does he have to wait till like that? I don't know. What is he doing? I, don't I know, know. The, the whole Masvidal and Colby thing was going on, but. Don't know. I don't know either. Do not know. He's been awfully quiet. Yeah. I heard him say something about Hamzat not too long ago, though. Like on Instagram, I think it was like yesterday. Something about how it would be an easy win for him or something. Yeah, so, like he has no cardio or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no cardio, five thing. round. UFC's like, oh, it's a two-round fight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, real quick, Colby, it's actually one round. Yeah, two. So. UFC history, we're changing the rules up. So, so Burns yeah. wins. You know, what does he do next? In my opinion, I say he fights the loser of – if Leon loses, he fights Leon to try to get back to the title. Well, you have Bilal who's won a – Or fight, he needs to fight like Bilal. Bilal. Yeah. I think he needs to fight Bilal. Yeah, he was just complaining about how Bilal took his spot in the tr rankings and stuff. Go fight him. Take it back. Right. Take, take it, it back. You can take no damage. You can fight Bilal. Like, and he wanted it back. He's like, I want to come back really quick. Yeah. Yeah, do it. He dude. literally got hit negative times. Take down, arm triangle, done. Yeah. Do it. Make it happen. Bilal, Bilal versus Gilbert Bernini Bofini. Fifa Fofini Weenie. Mm -hmm. Okay. 100% teeny. Mm. Co-main event of the evening. Wait, wait, before we get to Co-Main, or maybe it happened after Co-Main, I don't remember. I think it was after Co-Main. Uh, Hall of Fame. Jose? Jose. Jaldo. I know, Jol dude. J -j 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 yeah, Jaldo. Oh, yeah. Jose. Thoughts on, thoughts on Jose dude, Aldo. Freaking amazing. I mean, WEC champ, UFC champ, was undefeated for like a decade, I feel like. Um, just... Fought, I, I don't know, is it, is it me? I mean, dude, 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 I think it was, when I saw him, I mean, it was emotional. Yeah. He was crying, you know, it was blah, blah, blah. It was amazing. It was, it was awesome. He's what, 34? Mid-30s. 35? Yeah. For some reason, I was thinking he was older. He's but been anyway. around. Yeah. A lot of fights. A lot of fights. A lot of miles on that dude. And the way he fought just... He's just a hard guy. Mm -hmm. Hard leg kicks. Man, he's awesome. I've, I've loved him for the longest time. I know. 
I was really hoping he was going to beat Connor. I know, me too, dude. I was really pulling hard for him against Connor. I've since, you know, kind of lightened up towards Connor a little bit and, and what he does and his he's actually a good fighter. Um, again, but at the not, time when he was time, doing he was doing just the extra stuff and the yeah. disrespect of Jose and so I was like, "Come on, Jose." And then for 13 seconds there, I was like, "All right. Here we go." <laughs> And then and then tragedy struck. That's right. I'm pretty sure on that same card is when Chris lost the belt to Yeah, he did. Luke. I was there. It was a rough night. It was. Me and Dad walked back to our hotels with our tails between our legs. <laughs> but it was but, it, you know, like, Jose Legend. I'm WEC. glad he's a Hall of Famer. What kind of Hall of Fame? UFC twenty twenty three. Yeah, but they only have different kind of Hall of Fame. Depending like, they'll have like, you know, modern wing. I'm assuming What is that? Modern, like for like the newer fighters. But if you have like a oh. fighter, like say, I don't know, I'm just throwing out Sakuraba. He would be like on the classic wing. Got you. Where like he never really fought in the UFC or he didn't do a whole lot, but but he's a legend. So yeah, that's yeah. kind of where he goes. Gotcha. Um, but Jose, first Hall of Fame inductee of 2023, much yeah, deserved. Bro. Much deserved. But one of the best of all who ever did it right there. I don't know. For a long time. And just... even Conor McGregor pay, he was like, you know, yeah, I saw deserved that. or. Yeah, something like that. It, it was it was really cool to see, but man, um, we know when I when I when I think about these guys retiring, I always wonder what are they going to do afterwards. Mm-hmm. You know, you hear about these pride legends, and now they're, you know, it's it's like what's his name? He was sauced up, Mark Mark Coleman Coleman. I think he, I think he runs a car dealership now. I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Maybe I think it was him. But you know what do they do afterwards? Where, like what are they? Well, I think Joseph's got do? some like boxing lined up. Oh really? That's awesome. I'm getting into boxing. Okay, I can see him doing that and being very good at it. Yeah. Um, I'm just afraid he's gonna accidentally leg kick somebody and get yeah. disqualified. But uh, yeah, good for him. Good for him. Yeah. Okay, come main event, sweet tea. Moreno Figadado. <laughs> Moreno, I was hoping he was going to win. I, I I called that one too. I, well, I didn't really call it, but I wanted him to win. He, he did. Was, he looked sharp. Another NMF right there. You know, scrappy. Scrappy. He was scrapping. Look he looks he, like a Gumby. He was he was outworking Figueredo. I mean, to to the point where up until he won the fight, up until he finished the fight, he was winning. You know, there was uh, the judges gave Figueredo the second round because of the guillotine that he was going for. Yeah. But I mean, it, it it that was it. It wasn't like Figgy was like started picking it up on him or nothing. Yeah, like Moreno was still looked solid, sharp, scrambling, scrappy, so scrappy. Who was the champ before this? What fight is it? What what way is this? Is twenty five? This is fourth fight. Is this is this one twenty five? What do you mean? Yeah, yeah, one twenty five. It was Cejudo. Then he retired. No, no. What were they fighting at? Yeah, they're fighting at twenty five. Yeah, but how many? But but who was the champ? Sahuda. Pretty sure it was really? Sahuda. Then he vacated the belt. No, but then I thought they all fought like, yeah. Then they then they fought four times. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, boom. oh, you mean which one of them? Which Figueredo. Figueredo was the champ. So did they do it again? <laughs> did they fight again? No, this is best that, two out of best ended, two out of best. What? What are the numbers now? I think Moreno Moreno's won two out of the four because one of them was a draw. And then Figueredo oh, won. Oh, that's right. 
And then, and then Moreno won, and then Figueredo won, and then Moreno won, I think, or something Dang, like that. So you just keep going back and forth, back yeah. and forth. And then this one didn't end, like, clear cut. Dang. Because it – Dr. Stoppage, you know. But Figueredo said, like, I'm done fighting down here. I got to go up to 35. Yeah. So he went up – he's going up to 35, rightfully so. Do some do some work up there. Let Moreno do his thing down at 125. Good for he Moreno, bro. Let's he go. Scrappy yeah. and solid, and he's training at Jeff Neal's gym now too. Really? That, that gym Fortis is. Dude, how many popping, fighters? Yeah, bro. they got a lot of lot of guys down there. They're popping over at Fortis, man. Where is that at? It's weird, like the waves of MMA gyms. Greg yeah. Jackson's ATT. Yeah, the yeah Team uh, Couture. Or you had, like is, top. Yeah, you had like Izzy Adesanya's team. They were murking everybody, and then now you got. Fortis has all these people and Sanford. He had to go like, back to go back to the earlier ones, and they you know you hear like the Lions Den and you know all these different gyms. We're just like, oh, that's the one to go to, you know. Black got, Zillions, yeah, ATT. Obviously, sure they're still around, but still, you know, uh, Black House in California with Anderson, those guys. That's what I meant, Black House, not Black Zillions. Those those guys were in Florida. Yeah, but you had Albuquerque, you had TriStar, you had you know what I mean. It was like yeah, the big gyms of the of the era. Yeah, TriStar was a was a big one for a bit there, but I don't even know if they're still putting out fighters. Yeah, I think I think his brother's still fighting for the UFC, right? Amen. Amen. Yeah, but I mean, it wasn't like no, no. When you were you had GSP and Rory and yeah, Robert Whitaker was training there, and <clears throat> yeah, you had uh, 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 Nate Marquardt was also training mm-hmm. there. But they all kind of flip back and forth between those gyms. Nordine Taleb. Nordine Taleb, that's right. Yeah, those were good old days, dude. I, yeah. miss, I miss those days. But, uh, yeah, great, great co-main event. Yep. Main event. Jamal Another Hill. Legend. We, we, I think we we should have bet on this card, dude. We would have made some money. Because mm-hmm. uh, we, we both had Hill winning. Just you can't, faster. You can't, you're not allowed to bet on the fights anymore. I know. Oh, yeah. You can't. That's right. I don't even know if Crap. I'm allowed to. Really? They have like a weird thing. Like, even they don't, they don't even let some like household or like family members bet on fights. Because it could be How you betting through me. Yeah. So they just don't let anybody in the family bet. But, how anyways. I don't know how they keep it, bro. CIA, Jason yeah. Bourne. New freaking 205 champion, man. Nuts. I know. So who does he fight next? So well, first off, Glover, Glover retired. Yeah. Left his gloves on the mat. He says, I'm done. Bro, how does that dude still crushing like that at the top at the top, the tippity tippity top, just just say I'm done. I would well, love to well, see him again. He's taking some. Last night so. wasn't a crushing it moment. Yeah. He was he was on the end of a one sided beatdown like I've never like I've ever seen from him, you know? Like he was Rough last night. Jamal's faster. He's longer. Kick putting everything together. I mean, he, but but if you look at Jamal, I mean, he he had some black eyes and cuts and things mm-hmm. too. Like he was, he was landing some shots, but still, new champ. Jamal did champ. way better than I thought he was going to do. I thought if Jamal was going to win the fight, it'd be early and it would be a knockout. Yeah, I did not see him grinding out a five round, one sided beatdown of Glover Teixeira. Glover had a couple of moments. He could not, but he couldn't. Ju- but I couldn't, he couldn't take him down. Couldn't take he him couldn't down. keep him down. 
I didn't realize Jamal was as tall as he was, and his range was a problem for Glover. Yeah. Because Jamal was just fading back, but he would come in with his long one-twos, that left head kick, switching sides. I've met Glover a few times. I think either we're the same size or I might be a little taller than him. No. I swear. There's no way, dude. Well, they said they have him listed at 6'2". Oh, really? Yeah. We know how UFC does that. Yeah. But Jamal was – on point power. Yeah. I thought he was going to gas. And even when he looked tired, he would still rally and throw hard shots. And it got to the point where even, you know, you could have called the fight there too. Like yeah. He was. He's got, he's warrior, man. He's a warrior. Like even you have to put yourself in, in that sort of a shape to where even when you are fatigued, because you can train hard in a gym, it's still not the same when you're giving it your all. Like you, when you spar, here, you're really not giving it a hundred percent because yeah. you know you're injuring your partners. You can't throw as hard, blah blah blah. Or you get injured yourself, yeah. you know. But in a fight, you're giving it all you got. Every punch is hard, kick. You're moving. You're trying to be as fast. Your mental is exhausted because you're, it's you're, it's such a mental game. You're so focused. You're more tired than anything, which tells me when you are tired and you're still throwing hard and fast, even when you are fatigued, how hard he had to have gone in the gym to prepare for this fight. Like he was in it, he was in it to win it. Yeah. You know? So I respect that a lot. And the fact that Teixeira couldn't hardly take him down. Uh uh-uh. uh. Couldn't keep him down, which is which is crazy because That's how, we all know I how mean, good he is. Yeah, he kept down Blahovich and yeah. submitted him. He was beating up Brahaska for a for a while there, and and Jamal was just like, "Nope, I'm gonna get up." So he got up. I want I want to see Prohaska in him. That's that's, that's the next it, fight. Dude. That's it. Do they have shoulder surgery or something? Yeah, yeah. That's the fight to make right there. I think that would be. I mean, two strikers too. And Prohaska's long, too, yeah. and tall, and he's got, like, 50 fights under his belt. But the thing is, like, I don't think he's fought anybody quite as long or as fast because, I mean, Blahovich is not that fast, I don't think. No. Not as fast as Hill, but Hill's got that striking power. And Blahovich, I mean, uh, Prohaska keeps his chin up yeah. a lot. You know, his defensive is not there, but he's able to keep guys away because of his reach. Yeah. But you get the guy with the same reach and just as fast as you – you know what I mean? Like, and Prohaska relies a lot on his unpredictability as well, yeah. which can get him in trouble. Yeah. Because Glover rocked him about 15 times. That's what I'm saying. And he couldn't do that against Hill. No, because Hill's swinging. I think Hill banging, wins that dude. fight. Really? I think. Over the veteran Prochaska? Prochaniska's? Freaking BJ I Pino? mean, after watching him last night, that Jamal Hill, I think, could beat him. In enemy territory, young fighter. Yeah. Homeboy got he got signed off of Contender Series in 2019, and now yeah. he is the 205 champ. champ. Wild, you know, by way of pure luck, he just happened to be in the right place, right time. <laughs> the stars aligned for Jamal Hill. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, it was supposed to be to Sharon Prohaska. That fight fell through. Then it ended up being Blahovich on Kalaev, which was totally random out of out of left field. And then they fought to a draw. <laughs> And then and now, all of a sudden, they're like, well, we got to have a 205 champion. So you yeah. guys are fighting in February in Brazil for the belt. And yeah. Hill's like, uh, yeah. You know? So who knows, dude? I mean, Ankalaev and Hill is, is a good fight because Ankalaev's a young stud, too. And, you know, there's good fights now that you got a fresh champ up at the top. It's, it, 
it has to be because I want to see it. So that's why they have to make it happen. Jamal Hill versus Prohaska. It's going to be. I think it'll be great. It'll happen. It'll happen. Great. 100%. Man. I think 100%. this is our longest podcast we've ever done. Definitely. This is a record, guys. You guys are in for it. I know. Let's see. Before we close out, let's see what's coming up next week. I think it's the crazy one with, uh, yeah, Lewis and Spivak. Um, Blagoy Ivanov. That dude's gonna. That dude's tough. Anyways, this is nuts because the the main card starts at one a.m. What? Where's this at? It's in Vegas. It was originally supposed to be in Korea. Korean Zombie was supposed to be the main event, but he got hurt, so they but moved it to Vegas. Why they the time the same? So that they because they they still have some Korean were... fighters on the oh, card. One okay. a.m. It starts at one a.m. Start the main card starts at one a.m. Bro, <laughs> Dude, she's yeah, they have uh, they have always some listening. Koreans, Bruh. it's still it's still chock full of. Yeah, so they they are keeping it the same time so yeah. that the Korean folk can still tune in at a Dude, decent that's, hour. Dude, that's that's gonna suck it. for the fighters. I mean, when you're in Korea, Derek Lewis is gonna be fighting at like four a.m. Dude, that's the thing. Okay, so if it was in Korea. It wouldn't be that bad because you're there in their same time zone. And, you'll and you can go out there two weeks early. Yeah, and, and adjust. But when you're here having to fight at 1 a.m., like, you have to change everything around. You got to be staying up later. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. As a fighter, like, what do you do? Do you train? Yeah. My, Barry I mean, Lewis my, is going to be in the gym sparring at 4 a.m. like for the last month. <laughs> I don't Derek, know. I, I don't Bro, know have you, you seen guys, him lately? I don't see Derek Lewis waking up. No. To train it for I don't know if it was a joke or not, but I saw, like, this transformation of him. Like, he looks way leaner. He's, like, jogging now. He's, like, running. He looks super lean. Yeah. Like, is that real? I hope. Have you seen that? Yeah, I saw that, too. So, that's a real thing. I think. Never thought he would ever do that. Never thought it would. I, You know, when I looked at him, when he first came up, I looked at him as being, like, the, the new UFC Big country. Yeah. You know, just have the big belly. One hit a quit of just power. Just one hit a quit of power, just throwing the right hand. But he's leaned up. He's changing things up. I like hey, it. He's got to. He's yeah. got a little bit of a rough patch. He said, look, I've, I mean, he didn't say this, but yeah. I, I can read it. I can see it in his in his, in his his body. Mm -hmm. He's going for that title, title he's shot. he got to. I get that mind right. You yeah, know? dude. I'm glad he's doing that. Imagine an in shape, just throwing right hands yeah. every second of every every. Of every round. Nonstop rowdy tighties. Bop, bop, bop. I mean, is one of them going to land it? Yeah, got to. Work on that takedown defense. Mm-hmm. Work on that cardio defense. Yeah. So, you taking? I'm taking Derek Lewis versus Spivak. Yeah, I'm going to go for Derek. Picking up. Pick, going for my man, D. Lou. D. Lou who? D. Lou who? <laughs> but uh, speaking of D. Lou who, we got to get out of who. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got you. We got, so got, some, we got some other film we got to do, dog. We do. I guess some, some I'm dreading it right now, guys. to be honest with you. you know, we got a good one coming for you. Couple, next couple of weeks, be on, the, be on the lookout. Make sure you guys hit that notification bell so that you don't miss it. Because I'm telling you, this one is going to be exciting. And it has something to do with a breathalyzer. No. Oh, breathalyzer. <laughs> yeah, you'll find out, bro. Bruh, I'm not. Nuts. I'm but not anyways, again, guys. That's it. That's all we got. Let's go. Appreciate y'all for listening to this, uh, this week's podcast. Ew. Let us know what you guys think in the comments down below. Um, like, comment, subscribe, and uh, don't forget to check out Legacy Precious Metals down in the description.
for any any advice, any information you might need on investing in precious metals. And um, until next week, man, have a good week, y'all. Stay stay positive, stay focused, stay on the grind. You know the dealio, right? You know the deal. Wake up every morning with a smile on your face. Catch y'all later. Peace.